0: morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Uh, can you hear me well? Uh, so uh, let me start with a short story. Um, so it is said that once the, the Buddha and his disciples were undertaking a journey through various territories and cities, and once when they were on top of a hill, they saw a lake in the distance. And since they were thirsty, they stopped. And the Buddha asked one of his students, his most impatient and restless student, to go down to the lake and bring some water. So the student did. And when he arrived to the lake, he noticed that a wagon of oxen was crossing it. So the water was, uh, was cloudy. So he said, oh, well, I can, we cannot drink this water. He went up, and he said, uh, we cannot drink this water. I think we should walk to the next town and get uh, something to drink. Um, so after a while, the Buddha didn't reply. And uh, half an hour later, he, the Buddha asked the same disciple to go down to the lake and get some water. Again, the student went down to the lake, and, but the water was still muddy. So he came up and he said uh, we cannot drink this water. We should walk to the next town and get something to drink. The Buddha didn't reply and after a while, he asked uh, the same student to go down to the lake and get some water. This time the the disciple was uh, a bit frustrated because he didn't understand why he had to go down to that lake, but he did. And this time he found uh, the water crystal clear. And uh, so he collected the water, brought it up. And when he arrived, the Buddha asked him, uh, what have you done to clear the water? And uh, he didn't understand the question. He felt he hadn't done anything. So he asked back, uh, what do you mean? And then uh, the Buddha explained, the mud has settled on its own, and now the water is clear. You have waited and let it be. So um, so today's uh, talk is on the parmita of Kshanti, uh, usually translated as patience. And um, so I found useful to understand the meaning of the word kshanti. So kshanti comes from the uh, Pali word kanti, which is derived from the noun kant, meaning earth. So so earth has this uh, quality of being grounded, of being uh, vast, immense. Uh, In fact, the Buddha said when facing obstacles, be like the earth, uh, vast, immense, deep, uh, which, is, uh, which is, I think, not uh, the usual way we think of, of patients. Uh, so usually patients, at least the way I used to think of patients, was like uh, gritting my teeth, uh, closing my eyes, uh, like, almost like when I was going to the dentist, like just waiting until the moment would, would be over, trying to make a pact with the devil, like, okay, I hope this goes as fast as possible so that I can move on. But this is not uh, really what the earth conveys. I mean, I, I thought like 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 a mountain. Like a mountain is there and is there when it snows, when it winds, when it showers. Uh, Molière said, "Trees are the trees that are the, slow t- uh, the slowest to grow bear the the, be- the best fruit." So there are th- three, three or four aspects of of kshanti or, or patience that uh, I would like to, to explore with you. So the first one is uh, patience or kshanti when facing something difficult, which is maybe the most uh, uh, immediate connotation of patience. Uh, I was recently uh, coming by train from, from Germany uh, to, to Zurich, to Switzerland, and uh, my train was 15 minutes uh, delay. And, uh, and I, had an app- I, have, I had an appointment two hours after my arrival time, a bit more than two hours. So 15 minutes was fine, I was calm, serene, but then this delay from 15 minutes turned out to be 30 minutes and then 45 minutes and then one hour and then one hour and a half and then one hour and 45 minutes. And, uh, and then my, my serene state uh, was shaken. Uh, like impatience started to arrive. Then on top of that, some, a group of young people entered the, the couch and were playing some loud music. So I couldn't really listen to the driver. And there was a moment when the train was stopping and going, stopping and going. I was having some tea and eating some dumplings, and one of those abrupt stop and goes, uh, my teeth fall on my foot, and I lost my dumplings. Uh, and just when I was going to enter a new train, the train of frustration and irritation, I remember looking down to my, to my foot and, and realizing, oh, that is dukkha. That is really the first noble truth. Like it, it is there. I mean, this took in the sense of uh, understood as this unreliability, uh, uncertainty of the train of the arrival, the um, pain because the water was hot, a loss because I had lost my dumplings. And uh, and it was there already before, but at one point I, I recognized it. And it was in this recognition, in this acknowledgement that my state of mind changed and uh, became uh, more, in a way, liberated um, because I was not resisting it anymore because I had really fully acknowledged that it was there. Um, also because I realized that it was not about me. I mean, the train and the train driver and the young people never made a, a complot to, to, to annoy me. It was just, they were just the conditions. Um, and I think if we don't have the patience to allow obstacles to move through us, uh, we end up suffering because we, we're fighting, we're struggling, uh, we're resisting. Uh, the real uh, opening doesn't happen by doing, but by being. Um, a second type or certain aspect of, of kshanti, of patience, um, is maybe less... Uh, less obvious than the first one, but it's when, when we are insulted or when someone has done something wrong to us, which is a bit more subtle because uh, it's not really, it's not automatically related with waiting. And uh, it's it maybe even more emotional. It could be heartbreaking. It comes from family or friends, could be bittering, like someone with child, like a coworker or enraging. If it comes like from I don't know a public official, and um, and recently I was well not long ago I was in a discussion and this discussion became I mean we lost the topic became more personal and the other person raised uh, the voice and then I felt I was and then some things were said I felt I I felt offended uh, but because I was. Uh, because I had patience in the back of my mind, and I think also through through mindfulness, I uh, I remember breathing and rec- real and recognizing, uh, like reminding myself of impermanence, of knowing that these, as as uncomfortable and unpleasant as this moment was, these would eventually pass. And uh, I'm not saying that it made. Made it nice, nor that the conversation suddenly became joyful, but at least it gave some room to to let things go, and also maybe to allow some time so that, so that we could go come back to the to the topic um, so some some again some uh, aspect of acceptance. Um, Similarly, some years ago, when I was traveling by bike in Asia, I remember having a bike accident, and I was driving on the right lane, like really, really at the end, and then motor- motorcycle hit my, my bicycle. I fell down, cut my leg, had an open wound, and had to wait until a truck would pick us up and, and go to the next town. And uh, and I remember that even though I felt like I had done anything. Or I couldn't have changed anything, um, because I because my mind was very much in the present. Uh, I I just surrendered, and uh, I remember talking to the other person and uh, and seeing seeing some pain in, in in him. He he felt honestly responsible and wanted to. Uh, he offered some money, and he offered me to to bring me back to their town, but well, I didn't want to, to ride on that bicycle. Uh, but, uh, but there was this level of forgiveness, like um, in, in accepting it. Then eventually a, a truck picked us up, Picked us up, but the 80 kilometers, so the town that was like 80 kilometers away, uh, which would have meant one hour drive, uh, turned out to be, well, the ride turned out to be much longer because it was a delivery truck. So it stopped like in five or six towns. And so it took like six or seven hours. But again, like in that moment, again, like the patience of waiting, there was nothing else I, uh, that could be done. So, um, so I saw that kshanti also means to to allow emotions to, to settle down, uh, to avoid uh, a situation to escalate, uh, to make some space, uh, and to, to permit time to arrive so that we come back to the present moment, so that the mind comes back with, with clarity. Um, to lose patience is to lose the battle, said Mahatma Gandhi. Uh, and we cannot control the insults from others, but we can fo- focus on how we respond, said also the Buddha. So uh, a third aspect, uh, quality that I would like to share is the when patients or kshanti when facing uh, the truth, and I mean, uh, in one way to, to allow time to, to see to be truthful and uh, to, to go deeper, and that also requires patience because that 's not always uh, a nice exploration, it could lead I think to liberating uh, paths but it 's a bumpy road. Uh, some years ago when I was in, when I, I was teaching in, in Penn State, I remember I had a semester where I had a lot of teaching uh, uh, responsibilities, like one lecture after the other, and then some seminars in between and i remember especially tuesdays and thursdays were really packed and uh and i only had like a 30 to 30 40 minute break uh i think it was like from 10 35 to maybe quarter past 11 or something like that and uh and i usually at the beginning i would um, at the beginning of the semester i would Try to squeeze more time and and already and try to do something there. So uh, I remember coming out of the of the lecture and thinking, okay, well, when I arrive to to the office, I can, I will do this and that and that. Some things were maybe um, yeah important, like you know uh, answering some emails or maybe uh, trying to grade another quiz or preparing the homework. But no, they were not completely. Uh, essential. Uh, I mean, they hadn't, I didn't have to do it in that moment. And one day I arrived, uh, I think it was like on the third or fourth week, and I had, I was trying the office and I had a new office mate. And uh, I found my new office mate, and he was uh, quietly drinking some tea. Uh, He was from the Wanshu, maybe wrong pronunciation, from the southeast of China, I think and uh drinking his tea and and just closing his eyes so that was a bit inspiring so i said okay well i can also do that so i uh so i said well i can try to meditate so after that i started to 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 meditate on that on that break and one of and i realized like oh it came this this question of of who am i if i'm not this person who is always doing things was always rushing, trying to squeeze time, trying to get things done, and uh, and it was because so there was some some patience, some yeah, big quality of chanting involved there to, to, to go a bit a bit deeper to, to these to see actually through impatience uh, a the creation of a false sense of identity of of the person who does like the like the Swiss uh, writer, Max Frisch, writes in his book, uh, Homo Faber, the person who's, the, the human who's always doing th- something. And um, so it came this this quality of, of recognition and also of uh, relaxation because there was again, not you no, know, like the concept was, I didn't have to fight that concept anymore of like who I suppose, what I was supposed to be during those Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, Yeah, uh, so there was another quote. Uh, uh, Hermann Hesse wrote, I have been a seeker, but have ceased to question stars and books. I have begun to listen to the teaching my blood whispers to me. Um, So finally, I just want to say a word about uh, cultivating patience and patience kshanti and kshanti in, um, in meditation. Because when I thought, well, what, what have I done to, to or what, what can be done to cultivate kshanti? The first thing that came to my mind was exactly our contemplative practice, uh, including meditation. So as anyone who has uh, meditated, uh i mean we we know that meditation comes with a lot of obstacles uh we have to face you know from the from itchiness which is one of my weaknesses uh to pain in the legs or restlessness or sleepiness sometimes we're super tired or simply like thoughts emotions and those are like like um those are, are, are that's also dukkha. Those are like like healthy doses of dukkha. If we have the the heart and mind to 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 uh, to be with them, uh, I actually, to be honest, I don't I don't like the word bearing or patience a lot because patience for me comes from patient from the Latin word patient and which is very close to Spanish. So it has this connotation of like oh, I have to. I have to bear it, but it's more like being with it. Of course, not pleasant, but you can be with that. And I think that's what one sees in in meditation, this level of equanimity of being with the unpleasant and with the pleasant and not trying to be always reactive, like a pain and then trying to move or something nice and then trying to hold it. And, and so equanimity and, and patience for me are very close together. And there is also this uh, quality of trust, like trust in the process, uh, trusting that when we sit or when we contemplate, we will not have a result straight away, that it might take time to arrive and that we don't know if it will arrive, but that there is some level of trust. It is like, it is like gardening, I mean, when gardening, we, we definitely have an intention to, to, to grow plants, and we cultivate, and we put the conditions so that the plants grow, but there's no guarantee that they will, and, uh, and we cannot tell the plants, okay, radish, uh, hurry up, like, I want you to grow so that I can, I can eat, and or like the story of the caterpillar, we cannot tell the caterpillar, okay, move on from that stage like becoming a butterfly. Um, it is an organic unfolding. And, uh, and there is this level of trust. Um, so nature does not hurry yet. Everything is accomplished, said Lao Tse. And I think we tend to forget that we're also part of nature, like it's usually nature and we human and we can do everything alone. but. We're also we're also in a way the the, the caterpillar, but we, we forget about it. Uh, so this this meditation and the contemplative practice gives us a sense of recognition. So seeing seeking happiness not through the ordinary way of of acquiring things, and acquisition could also be of acquiring statues, acquiring uh, pleasurable experiences, or knowledge but through recognition, it is more in the how than in the what. So how we relate to life is more relevant than what we obtain from life. So just to finish, I want to share a small text from the US American poet, T.S. Eliot. Um, I said to my soul, be still and wait. Wait without hope. For hope would be hope for the wrong thing, and wait without love, for love would be love for the wrong thing. There is yet faith, but the faith and the love and the hope are all in the waiting. Thank you.